knock if you buck. <laughs> and things of that nature. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm your host, Quentin. Hello, Quentin. And this is... Nobody dances. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Hey, people. All right. Uh, joining me today on another episode of Nobody Dances Here, we have a new person that I want to introduce first, Tia. Hello, hello, hello. Really? Sorry. I mean, she be code like switching. I do. I do be code switching. You Girl. literally just became a new person on what the microphone. What up, G? What up? <laughs> Hello, hello. Uh, the person who brought her, Alexa. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, everybody. How you doing? You sound like a Kardashian. How, how y'all gonna talk Don't about me? me? Oh, I code switch now? Yeah. Uh-uh, y'all not gonna come for me like Carmen, that. show them how it's done. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Salutations from the west side of Harlem, <laughs> darling. <laughs> okay, I guess we're all code switching. Hey, y'all, what up? Is that what you want? Yeah, that's what I want. Gotcha. Because today we're talking about black women. Yes, the rulers of Respect the world. Respect black women because they save the day. Every day. Every day. Um, is this music offensive? No. Okay. It's a summer day. <laughs> it's no. hot. Well, you <laughs> I didn't pick it this out. This is what we be doing. Lyrics. You know, when, when the black women are out at our day parties, you know, we be whining and grinding to this kind of music. So this is okay. us. Okay. don't listen to the lyrics. When I listen to the lyrics, though, I stop moving. No, I'm not <laughs> uh, let's tip the scale on a scale of Rachel Dolezal to Viola Davis. <laughs> How has your week been? Let's start with Tia. My week's been Viola Davis, I would say. Okay. Uh, Alexa? <laughs> I am living my best Viola Davis life right now. I can't tell y'all why just yet, but y'all here in I can. She got a new job. Hey! I sure hope nobody listens to this, but I know. By the time this airs, you will already be away. Okay. Yes. I'm happy yeah. for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Everybody toast to that. Um, showing up practically an hour late Carmen on the <laughs> scale okay so this week was totally Viola Davis like I'm living my best life I'm getting shit done yes, living it but today was just a real sucky day it's like what the fuck is happening on this hot day excuse my language I'm sorry no you can curse oh I can curse this podcast Mom, is this listed as explicit on iTunes did it who did okay i'm sorry but yeah I, it was just it was just a rough saturday but other than that yo rough like your great. edges Ooh, i'm just joking because i don't really have any edges women. edges look good wait what'd you say that's disrespectful to black women uh, it's Some disrespectful to carmen who happens to be a black woman i have no edges first of all lemon ball you said you were coming Ooh. for me and i'm gonna come right back for you i Ooh. welcome it <laughs> Now, we're going to be positive ding, ding, today ding, because ding, it's a black, black women topic. Like, right, yeah. We're all about uplifting and empowerment. So don't come for me. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> all right. Um, in case anyone cared, I'm Viola Davis right now. So Thank yeah. you for letting us know. I was going to ask. I just had to take a sip first. Yeah, because you're an alcoholic. Um, I'm stressed. Don't be stressed. Be I'm blessed. blessed. I'm blessed. Be blessed. Wait, be, be best. blessed, be best, as Melania Trump would have <laughs> you say. Uh, don't even mention uh, She needs to d- Anyway. Not, I, I, I don't want we the don't need feds that energy. after me. We're not, we not going to do that. We're not going right. to entertain that. Well, I want to go straight into some topics. Um, 
how how are you feeling in this current political climate as a black woman? You're looking at me. Um, I'm feeling like I told y'all so because I feel like for so long we, you know, prior to the um, election and Donald Trump being inaugurated as our president, um, I feel like black women were organizing incessantly, were fighting like crazy and, and, you know, trying to rally, you know, people to really vote against that. And I feel like what we're experiencing now is just like, look, we told you this is going to happen. We told you that this country is essentially turning into a fascist country right now. Like, it is in the shitter. And I'm just feeling like, one, I don't feel like it's like a different level of like disrespect or a different level of like anything that we've already gone through because this is something that we experience on a day to day. But it's tough. It's tough. I feel like we live with PTSD right now. Like it's just wow. it's tough. Wow. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling way more empowered than I've ever have before because it's just a lot more um, recognition of us, who we are, where we are, what we're doing, and it's a lot more of our faces around. Like back in the day, there wasn't that much representation of a black woman. It was like if there was a woman who was probably plus size or there was a black dude, but it was some other, you know, other things going on. But it's like, y'all were educated. We're like the most educated people now. We are getting stuff. We're getting our PhDs. Like we're, we're doing this. And inspired because there's so many younger girls I'm looking at the younger girls just growing up and um, they have somebody to look up to now they don't always have to just twerk for a little bit or whatever it's like you actually have examples Is that who are a shade thrown towards Cardi B shut up <laughs> I mean it could be but I've Never mind. No, it wasn't. It was um, what I'm saying is there's way more options. We have representation, way more options than just using our bodies to do stuff. Like you can see our intelligence, you can see our power, you can see our influences through the men, through our own words. So it's an inspiring thing. Do you feel that black women are invisible? They were, but they're not anymore. When do you think they became visible? Good question. Um, it's an open question. I it still is. feel like we're invisible. Ooh, why? Um, I just feel like we're always at the bottom of the totem pole. Like no matter what we do, no matter how hard we work, no matter you know what the state of the world is, we're never given the recognition or the support or the you know anything that we deserve. I mean, we give it to each other and we find it in other places and we find it in our work and, you know, in our families and our friends and our daily life, or at least we try to, but I still feel like we are shit on in a major way. How do you think we can change that? I just think it's, it, I don't, I don't know if there's one specific answer for that. I feel like there there's so many different tons of answers for that. So many different avenues for that. But I feel like at the root of it, there is going to have to be a major monumental shift in just the way we move as humans in this world. Well, I also think that we're changing the conversation now. Like everything that we have uh, have accomplished, everything that we have accomplished right now, um, in terms of education, uh, in terms of career, we have that. 
we have that right now. Um, so I think that's really important. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulty. No, I'm trying to get you to put the mic in your mouth, like <laughs> kiss like, it and shit. <laughs> um, I I even feel like just looking at Michelle Obama, like she has been monumental in so many ways. Like just for being a full-figured woman, for being an, an educated woman, for being a first lady, the first black first lady. Um, she gave she gave some girls hope. Like I do feel like. We're still fighting. We're still fighting to have a name. We're still fighting to have our presence recognized. We're still fighting to be respected in certain areas, especially at work or just everyday life. And uh, but is it really women. just up to us, though? I don't right. think. No, no it's not just it's up, up to us. us to shift the conversation. Right. And I think that was what you know, like the purpose of what I was trying to say. I wasn't trying to make it like a negative thing, like mm -hmm. oh, we're constantly being shit on. But no. it's just the reality of like life and like the way of life in this country, in this world. Um, but. I don't necessarily think to Tia's point that it's just up to us to be changing the no. conversation. It's not something we've changed. We've grown. We've expanded. We've become everything that everyone has said we couldn't become. And, and more. And more. How do you feel about uh, Maxine Rodgers being the face of terrorism? <laughs> I mean, it's sad, man. It really is sad. Uh, but as a black woman, particularly a black woman in politics, you really do, A, you have to be prepared for s some of the repercussions of speaking out, and yeah. particularly like in such a broad way that she does. I mean, I admire her. I personally couldn't do it, what she's doing, but I- Why not? It's just not my style. Uh, What's your style? I rather act than speak. Mm. Word. Mm -hmm. Are you? Where? where are you from? Washington D.C. Yeah. Okay. Heard about y'all. <laughs> what y'all hear? What y'all hear about us? Yeah, Washingtonian. I, I love being a black Washingtonian. It's a blessing. I'm sure. Um. <laughs> you shady. Y'all shady. I want to hear the shade though. I want to hear. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with a Washingtonian as you what does would that put mean? it. Well, what does that well, mean? What? Like, I'm what not are they? trying What's to get my ass beat, okay? Okay, you, you, already, you already started the topic you in front of three. Let you asking questions. Put those hands back in your pocket. I'm not trying <laughs> to see you. <laughs> but um, I just feel like the title itself is, you know, shade. I just feel like no matter what, even as we try to rise, there's always going to be someone who's going to try to give us a negative label, which is natural. Just like angry black saying. woman. Exactly, or angry yeah. black man, but we're talking about the But Maxine black. ain't angry. Like, she really, no. she's I've not. Never, no. Literally, I've never seen her angry at all. Right. I mean, she she's raises not, her voice. Yeah, she raises her voice, but she she's getting her voice across. And she's not saying anything to, like, be, like, angry or abrasive or violent as this stupid ass administration is trying to paint her as. What she's just doing is tell these motherfuckers her you're job. not going to let them into your establishments. Tell them. If they don't support your causes, if they're breaking up your families, if they're doing shit that is harming you or harming the, you know, well-being of other people, tell them that you don't want to be engaged She's in a that. threat. You don't want to be involved in that. She's a threat. And I a mean, threat to what, Carmen? White, white women. White men. White men, period. <laughs> you like, white women? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say it all at one all time. But yeah, but she basically... I mean, she's like that one black, you know how it's very few already there. So she's that one person who's really speaking up and speaking out like, low, I'm not going to do this, period. And she's standing up to a bunch of white men. So yeah, they're intimidated because they're like, what else is she going to do? Like, if she's coming at us like this and she's damn near by herself on a low, 
It's like, okay, what else won't she do? It's like, that's the person who, like, she's coming at them like she has nothing to lose. Like, it is what it is. This is here. This is who I am. This is what I have to say. Shit. She seen some shit. She's seen a lot. She knows, she, and she's letting it out, so. That's another thing. It's like, when you are a black woman, you have voice, you have power, but you always have, you also have that history. It's like, you really can't be stopped here. You, you she lived through the civil rights movement, and not only did she live, but she fought through it. Like, I, I respect she it. She <laughs> Didn't right. all of our grandparents? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but she's I in mean, a position where she is yeah. between living through something and fighting for something. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's still in activity, and I think that's you know, it's something that's incredibly important. It's you know, again, great representation for us as Black women to like. Look, I'm not gonna sit here and try to code switch with you and try to you know, hello, play these games. Like I'm going to tell you like Reclaiming it is. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming. Reclaiming my, my time. I'm going to tell you like I will is. not yield. I will not yield. <laughs> nope. And she said it with Sway, a straight the face. Remix God needs to get on that. She was so serious. That needs to be a song. Oh God. <laughs> Who are some of your heroes as black women? Uh, Michelle Obama. Why? I think that she has exuded uh, immense amount of integrity like throughout her career and particularly throughout uh, the Obama administration like you know people call her monkeys and you know uh, downplaying her husband's uh, authenticity as an American like she just but she's still super humble but she's truthful she's honest like I love everything about Michelle Obama Mm -hmm. she's like I mean you said celebrity or just woman period I said heroes hero my mama Aww. I say my mama, but I mean, I love Viola Davis. Like, I love Viola Davis. I love Oprah. But all of them, like, strong, powerful women. They know their worth. They know who they are, despite anything that they've been faced with, dealt with, be it foster care, be it, you know, raising children by themselves, be it having to fight adversity, adversity like, in any type of realm, going to an all-black school, whatever. You still see that change. You still see that light. They st- there's a goal there, and um, they continue to fight for it, continue to work through it, despite what anyone has said or said against them. It's like, no, I'm still going to do this because I know who I am. F you. Like, so, yeah, first my mama, my granny, and then, of course, Viola Davis, Oprah. Why Viola Davis? Her struggle. I mean, her story. Her story of just how she became who she is. I've always um, admired. Um, she's a powerful. Can like, I just stop, right, and just recognize that she's a bad B because she got nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. for how many lines in that movie? She said like four right. sentences, right. Mm-hmm. and she got nominated. Yeah, she moves with her passion. presence. She like, moves with passion. Her presence on any stage or screen. Period. Her presence is powerful. And just the way that she embodies anything. You know, a great actor or actress, their power is just in their facial expressions. They don't even have to say anything. Just their facial expression alone just says a whole lot. And she embodies everything. She's just, whew. I have no clue how it happened, but me and Viola Davis are friends on Facebook. And sometimes she comments on my stuff. Are you and serious? It's really, weird. really? And at first I thought it was a fake account. But she posted something and then it got like, over like a million likes or something like that and the Entertainment Tonight screenshot and was like, oh, Viola Davis is talking about this. And I was like, wait. It's like actually Viola Davis. Whoa. She's on my vision board. She's on my vision board. Crazy. You think? Wow. Like she'll be like, yep. Or she'll click like and I'm just like, this is weird. 
she's like looking at all my like You're horrible legit. behavior. That's epic. You're legit. Oh, so well. when That's I walked fine. by her, when I got my my next gig. <laughs> Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, V. Hey, V. Hey, V. Alexa, who's your... Um, so this is... There's a few women. So my grandmothers and my mother are just, you know, the root of me as a woman and, like, why I move through the world the way I do with no fear, with no, you know, no remorse, no, you know just no limits like I don't care I'm just gonna do it like I'm gonna do it whatever it is I'm going to do it I'm going to experience it and I'm not gonna be afraid um, and that's just a direct reflection of them and then in terms of you know actually being like a family woman and all that kind of stuff um, they have inspired me tenfold um, you know in terms of the kind of woman you can be you know a triple threat you can be a mom you could be a wife you could be a career woman like you can do all those things and you succeed at it Beyonce. right well and then you know where I was getting to so like I'm also inspired by women like Nikki Giovanni or like mm. Toni Morrison that you know they're so emotive in their work and just they have no you know Remember that no time? No fear, no boundaries in terms of relaying what it is that, you know, they're actually feeling and what our people are feeling. Remember that time Toni Morrison was, like, mad at her gay husband and took him to Oprah? Well. I thought that was hilarious. Don't bring no bullshit up like that one. <laughs> Why? Time. He always person. does that. And then the last woman, you know, I'm who sorry. I'm going to say is Beyonce. Because what the fuck? Like, she's Beyonce. And she inspires I... me every single day. I did not let her finish. Hey, let, stop shut interrupting up. me! I, I have a medical condition called ADHD. <laughs> One of them symptoms is cutting people off when they talk. That I, is not until it is. Google it. Google it. <laughs> okay, so and you so, keep doing it. And so until I get the treatment I need for it, I'm gonna keep doing it. With the kind of insurance you got, you should have the treatment and then some. But let's let's talk about this insurance, right? I'm supposed to have like this great insurance or whatever. I go to get my prescriptions. They're like, wait, why does this come out to $400? I was like, you got to be kidding me. So for those of you who, and I actually work, I have like a great, fantastic job with we know. really great benefits. Hello. Did you really just pour my entire cocktail into your glass? Carmen? Finish your sentence. We're listening. You I have ADHD. Uh, and <laughs> anyway, I just want to say this really quick. There's this app called GoodRx. So... Once you get your prescription, download the app, and it will the app will make sure that you get the prescription at like a really low affordable price. Mm. So instead of for those of you that might be paying like two hundred, three hundred dollars for a prescription, it might be available to you for two, three dollars. So make sure you use that. I'm not a paid spokesperson for GoodRx. Um, and that was a note from our sponsors. Back to regularly scheduled program. Anyway, I just want to say that because you never know who's listening. <laughs> Thank you. Can that we go back good. to black women? Because y'all know they trying to divert from the topic at hand. Anyway, you were trying to talk about Beyonce. Anyway, the reason why I interrupted you about Beyonce, I just want to say this one. Um, I love Destiny's Child. I had a hard time <laughs> forgiving Beyonce for breaking up Destiny's Child, but she had to live her life unapologetically. I forgave her when Lemonade came out. Forget. It took you 10 years right. to forget Beyonce. Shit. Well, the rest of us Did were getting our, our whole entire life. Have you life. watched Beyonce the Visual Album? It came I out thought it was trash. On a Thursday after Scandal at 9 p.m. Like, listen, and I was on the floor, on the carpet, on, the, on, the on my you, laptop. You lived. I'm happy for you. <laughs> In tears. But the moment I respected Beyonce was when Lemonade dropped, and it was a poem 
bespoke about the struggles of black okay, women. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. I loved let's be it. on this topic really quickly. <laughs> really quickly. I let's, loved let's, it. Let's, let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk so about So my what? problem with many people, and it's a lot of black men that are really so, you know, are you about to towards, insult listen, me? Listen, no, listen. Because you know, that are demeaning towards Beyonce. Okay, so you. But I'm not like that anymore. I'm not like that. Listen to what I'm saying. You see these bee stings? I've learned my lesson. Listen to what I'm saying. So the problem is, is that everyone has their own personal opinions about her music, her, her, you know, work, her like how she carries herself, like how she specifically said. Let me finish my damn thought. I specifically said it's because she broke up Destiny's Child. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Everyone has their own feelings. But the, the problem is, is that people didn't break up Destiny's Shadow. Right. Anyway. Are they still together? Are they still coming out with albums? Well, that was, listen, hold your key. Wait, like, what? What'd you say? They needed to hold their keep, and they didn't. And she Uh-oh. went and did what she needed to do. Because I love Kelly. Hold on. I love hold Kelly. on. I love Kelly, too. <laughs> hold on. I love Kelly, too. I am the biggest Destiny Child fan, and no, everybody knows I'm bigger, no, I'm bigger than Destiny than Beyonce. Anyway, but. Alexa, wrap it up, because we got to change the subject. Because uh, I'm already heated. Subject is black women. Don't get heated. But the subject is black women. But you're women, talking about Beyonce. So gonna, Let's yes, go. Yes, but no. She I'm was on a L'Oreal to... commercial talking about she was French. Anyway. She has French. Let's be quiet Where? now. Okay. Where? So. She said so, DNA before you did. The first, of all, first of all, first of all, the commercial didn't say Creole. It said French. Are we done? The magazine Can I finish? finish, girl. They had to change it because people I were angry. <laughs> finish, Alexa. He's not going to stop talking. They I'm were, done. They were lightening her skin and making her blonde. They do that to Jennifer Lopez, too. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to cuss his ass out. Shut up, Quentin. This is Black Women's Day. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so the problem is, is that everyone is demeaning in terms of like, oh, like she's fake or she's not real or like we don't like her music. But at the end of the day, there is so little respect for the craft and so little respect for what she's done as a businesswoman, as a black woman, as as a family woman, woman, as a wife, as a representative of what we can be if we just follow our hearts and do what we want to do in life yeah. and everybody thinks like oh you just love Beyonce you just love Beyonce no I love Beyonce because she gets what the fuck she wants done right and she also and plagiarizes yeah shut mm-hmm. up okay so this is what I want to I'm, I'm taking <laughs> I'm this shit off finish. and I'm leaving I'm done with this podcast <laughs> bye y'all <laughs> so look what I wanted to say was just in she took my drink you yeah, didn't you need it no so fine. look it's women's uh, black women appreciation day so I just what I want to say no it- when I'm inspired <laughs> What I'm inspired <laughs> about black women, just period. I noticed with my mom this is past week when I went to go see her. Be the exception. We are the freaking exception to every narrative or every thing that was thrown at us that we couldn't do or that we're not. The women that we named and more, they are the exception. And, and that inspires me to continue to be the exception. Not worrying about what I can and what I can't do, what my ability is. Because I see representation that they were the exception, I know that I'm the exception as well. So I think that's just a big note for all of us to know about. Next question, beautiful black black ladies. Are you going to interrupt us the the whole time? You must be real mad. You must feel empowered, not. You know what? Anyway, back to what I was going to ask. Yeah, and it's. Nobody dances here. Not Alexa dances here. Oh, but you wouldn't be. Listen, I'll be gone. Y'all finna salsa on this. Okay, come on. Stop playing with me, Alexa. I play with yourself. I will after you guys leave. Yeah, please come get him. All right, go ahead. Your next question is. When was the last? (laughs) 
I would like to know. Don't say right now, but I want an actual story. But could you tell me an experience? Wait, is this R. Kelly? Oh, hell no. And I was dancing. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Listen. Okay. Here's the question. He beats women. I'm just playing. Oh, okay. I'm just playing. Listen, I'm not taking any chances. All right. Question I have. Can you tell me in the audience a time where you felt disrespected as a black woman? And it can't be anything that I've done. Because I was just about to revert to five minutes ago. Know, or maybe You can't two do that. Sorry. That don't count. Tia, go first. You know, as a black woman, as an African-American woman, I really don't like being considered exotic. We were just having this conversation like before the podcast started about how someone asked me and someone if people ask me all the time like oh where are you from and I say oh you know I'm from DC or you know African-American oh I thought you looked exotic or I thought you were exotic and it's just that's disrespect to me because please don't try to exotify my blackness as a African-American woman and that happens quite frequently you are enough really wow um I feel like there's a consistent kind of disrespect in terms of like the workplace where my opinion or my thought process or my, you know, creative solution to things just aren't respected. And Mm. I know that people who, if someone else were to say it, that wasn't me or wasn't black, even though I'm the only black person on my floor in my office, um, it would be celebrated for now. (laughs) Listen, It would be celebrated, but when I say it, it's as if it's not right or there has to be something wrong with it. And, you know, I feel like it's a constant disrespect and a constant, you know, just insulting of my intelligence. And I know that this is something that black women across the globe Mm -hmm. go through in, you know, corporate settings. And, you know, it's just something that is super troublesome knowing that, again, as Carmen said, we're the most educated bunch in the fucking world. Like... Run me my receipts. It's real. Who run the world? Black women. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that's really difficult. I feel like that's a constant form of disrespect I, I, I deal with. Carmen, your eyebrows look so good. Thank you. They Where'd do you, look great. Did you get them lasered? What the fuck? Lasered? <laughs> no, just waxed by Cindy. Okay. Um, shout out to Cindy in Chicago. Um, I know the proud sponsor of Nobody Dances here. <laughs> Yo, um, I've actually felt most disrespected with black men. I want to segue dating. into that. But okay. Talk about your experience. It's it's just that um, I feel like I have to fight or compete to be better than instead of just myself. There have been times where I've been told that I'm not enough of this and that. And um, compared to non-black women, they're just whatever. And it's fine. And they're, they're seen, you know, I a certain way. I know someone and that it, recently said some shit like that to you, and I want to punch him in the face. It, the fact that it was a him is what's bugging me. But, um, mm. yeah, it's like, as much as I love black men, there are just some black men who are just ignorant as fuck. And you said I could curse, so that's why I'm saying that word. Girl, you've been cussing on this pack- no, podcast. No, I don't, I don't curse because I'm a child of God. Uh-uh. God knows Listen me. to Hallelujah. any podcast card. <laughs> Carmen has <laughs> called me every name in the book. Because you have been every name in the book. But um, <laughs> like, as much as I love black men, they're, they're, they could be so 
dumb and ignorant at times. And it's just like you have to basically measure up to be these chicks on TV. You got to be a size too small or have this long, wavy hair. You just got to have you got to fit all these stereotypes to be appealing to them for them to even want to take you seriously as a woman or speak a certain way at times. And it's like the fuck this is who I am. Your mama was your mama wasn't all that. So like, why are you coming at me Ooh. like that? I mean, just just being real. But at this at me at the same time, um at the same time, it's all about knowing your own worth. So I had to find a way to rise up beyond that and know that there's an exception, that there is someone who will accept me for who I am. I accept you. I know you do. And all my crazy. Thank there's you for liking my of post. people. Oh yeah. Accept you and love you oh, I found us. It. I know it. Oh, I know it. You're fire. <laughs> Thank you. But no, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have a, a great network of friends um, who, you know, empower me. So I don't feel less than, but it's just like, it's so, it sucks dating sometimes when you're being compared to everything on TV that's not you instead of who you are and a black woman birthed your ass. That's all. What do you wish black men understood about black women? <laughs> Um, we're not to be fetishized. We're not to be, we're not on this globe, on this planet. We were not born to serve them. And I feel like there's this thought process. We're going to get hate mail from the hot ups. It is what it is. They can. Hoteps. 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 Sorry. <laughs> the hot up. I see it. I see it online and I've never said it out loud. We know, no, we know what you're talking about. Please don't try to take my, but we're <laughs> not my black card. We're not here to be you know of servitude to them like we are not responsible for them and if Alexa, we choose can you to pour leave, me another drink yes okay, let me finish you. my thought but we're not here to <laughs> live our lives to appease or tend to black men. i got a poem i got a poem about this wait uh, are you gonna recite it at the end i will yeah i love this shit you know i the complexity of black women, I think that uh, black men truly don't understand or can't really conceptualize. Like, you can talk a certain way, you can dress a certain way, you can work in a certain industry, uh, you can have certain life goals, and you know, it not be surprising as a black woman to for that to happen. Like, you know, it doesn't. I'm not limited by my race. I Hello. have these dreams and I have these uh, passions, and it. I'm Natia, but. Uh, I'm not Natia like the black woman, you know? If that I makes sense. I want you to go deeper. What is the difference between Natia and Natia the black woman? Like, when you say Natia the black woman, what is in your head when, when you put that as an idea? Like, what does that mean? Well, it's an idea. Like, Natia the black woman is an idea, but mm -hmm. I think that, or I know that I'm a spirit, but I... I know that I'm a black spirit. Like, I, I feel like my ancestors talking to me, you know, like, and guiding me. Um, I hate to get deep, but, you know, like, oh, this yeah. is, these are the complexities of being a black woman that I don't think that people truly understand. So when people, you know, I have men that be like, oh, you know, you work too hard. You always out. You always doing this. And Girl. I'm just like, you have no idea the amount of voices in my head telling me to uplift my community and uplift my family and mm. uplift my race. Like, mm. th you're my the sister. plight of a black woman. You're my sister. It's you're a responsibility sister. that Cheers. we feel like, you know, is just passed down generation. And generation you know, I can, I can recognize that because my sister is the backbone of our immediate family. Like, she 
One of the reasons why she had a kid was to bring us all together. Wow. Like, I don't think she necessarily had that in her playbook. Um, but she definitely carries the the pain and the triumphs and the successes and the failures of our entire family. Like, mm-hmm. she carries it on her back. She always tries to be, like, the, the spirit of the, of the family. And that's something that I can see, but I never feel the grunt of that because... I'm a male, one, and two, I have options. Like, it's very easy for men to get women pregnant and then leave. And what I don't understand is that ability to detach yourself from a woman that is giving birth to your child and then also the ability to detach yourself from your own seed. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. That's so crazy. And having a father that wasn't in my life Mm -hmm. that is still alive and healthy and Mm -hmm. not being able to like I don't think my husband will ever meet my father yeah but that's that that's the new normal you yeah. know and and that's and that's what I'm thinking about it's like my my advice to a black man is we're we're here to help you like we're, we're your helpmate we're here to help you and I feel like guys they call themselves being intimidated because of the independent black woman and they come off like they don't need a man to a certain degree I, I get why women are saying that. It's because they've had to step up and be their own man sometimes. Like, I look at my mom. My mom, she didn't look to my dad for anything, but I've seen her do it by herself. I've seen her raise two kids, put herself through master's, you know, get her master's degree and everything. Oh, come uh, being on, a master's teacher. degree. I've seen her do all of that, you know, by herself with, with the help of my grandmother. You know what I mean? And, um... You know, some so sometimes women could come off as in, in, intimidating or too strong and taking the place of men and everything. That's like we're not trying to, but we're not given any options either. It's also that hotep mentality. Like, why does it have to be this competition? Like, right, I was, we're I'm not trying to compete. I was dating this guy, and he was just like, "Oh, I feel like I'm a Stedman to your Oprah," and I'm just like, "Well, first of all, Stedman is worth twenty million dollars. I think that he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, like you should be okay. He's okay. He's doing fine. He's like, fine. you don't have to compare your success or your confidence to mine. Right. That's insecurity. Be great we're not in competition. We're supposed to work in tandem. We're supposed to work as a hot up, hot up, hot up, hot up. Define it. Another version of a fuck boy. A misogynistic guy who just feels like they are. Well, I don't know. I'm giving a wrong. I'm giving a very raw personal bias definition. I'd rather look it up. No, but I give it. <laughs> give us your feelings because you have been on this. All of you have dealt with this. I've only dealt with a hot up. In terms of the hotep, hotep, I'm 16% British. Okay, and I don't quote, I don't code switch. Sponsored by 23andMe. Right, right. (laughs) This is me at work. This is me with my black friends. I, I can't. But it's easy to. It's hotep, hotep, hotep. Yes. You got it. I love it. I love the teacher. But it's easy to pronounce. I have the Urban Dictionary um, definition. Hold on, hold on one second. My only experience (laughs) with the hoteps has been their homophobia. That's like been my oh, only. Absolutely, they love it. You're yes. not a real they man. They love it. You mm. take it up the butt, and I'm just like, so what? They do so much shit, but when you do it, it's a bad thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? Give us, give us what the definition of a hotep is. An Afrocentric brother, usually insecure, who claims to be quote unquote woke, but actually isn't. Unless you are a straight black man, in a hotep's eyes, you are responsible for the destruction of the quote-unquote black community. Misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, conspiracy theory aficionado, 
He will fill your head up with so much pseudoscience and ill-researched historical quote-unquote facts. You'll be ready to bash his head in with the Google search engine. (laughs) The worst offenders of misogyneer and a black woman's headache. Absolutely. You remember that movie, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? Do you remember I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, that movie? No. Vaguely. It was not like a okay. straight to be. Don't take our film. black cards over here. <laughs> my black card. Black my card. black card is Vibrania. I dare you to touch that shit. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say there's a part on there where this guy, he's this pro-black, Afrocentric person, and he has these two white kids and his white woman, and these kids are talking against Abraham Lincoln and how he was just like a. Uh, a coon, or not a coon, but you know, uh, what a coon, him a, I'm he a tata. Him a, he called him a pig or something like this poor white trash. This poor white trash. And so they're all like black power, but they're white. Like the wife got braids, the kids, both the kids are white, and they're just so black power, but he's so Afrocentric and against the white man, but he has a white wife. Like that's, so I'm always just like it's like a satire. Okay. It's with the Wayans. So, so yeah, it's like the Wayans satire type thing. Watch so it. my idea of a hotep, it really like you don't gotta be like you know wearing an onk and like have dreads and shit. Like you really don't. Like I've met a whole lot of hoteps that work on Wall Street. Girl. So my idea of a hotep is a black man that asserts his Afro proud Afrocentric, you know, like this proud Afrocentric, Afrocentric ideals. Yeah ideals onto black women but you really don't respect me you don't respect who i am mm-hmm. you don't respect he my calls growth. you a female oh I, that's my favorite word i love being called a female these females out here mm-hmm. right um are you being sarcastic i can't tell you no one can ever tell particularly the men's she is, I guess. Damn. <laughs> is she deep <laughs> what's your zodiac sign i'm a taurus Ooh. i think she's the only taurus we've had on the show so far I'm a tourist. That's really? another. That's another thing. Once they, am I allowed to say racial slurs on here? You can say whatever the fuck you want. Once niggas, once niggas find out that I'm a tourist and like I got my own money and I got my own shit, they like, okay, I don't know if I can fuck with you. Like, Girl, well, the problem. You know what's so funny? Niggas. Me being here in New York, I <laughs> we've broken the N-word code here. It has finally been said. Uh, yes, we said, we said that. We said that multiple Girl, times this podcast. Boy, yeah, now, I know. So. I was. I was wondering. I was just like, damn. Can I say yeah, it? Yeah. You can when my, it. Whenever my husband. <laughs> We need to have. We, you had an idea for us to do a, a show about interracial dating. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. Um, we do, I or like yeah. intercultural dating. Yeah, yeah. Because, because, because because your your and Ellie's relationship is completely different from a relationship with the African American man. It is. I because I want to talk about the subject of well, my husband who's French. He's from France and he's uh, he's white. Whenever he does something stupid, and I mean like really stupid, I'm always like, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. And recently he was like, Quentin, you can. Can you please stop calling me that? I'm like, no, but I dare you to say it back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fight. <laughs> I can't. But you know what's so funny? Living here in New York, once I tell somebody that I have more than one job, oh my God, that's beautiful. I really like you. You're list. It's like they're so attracted to me because that's time I got like four and a half jobs or some shit. They ain't going to wipe you That's your blood. They ain't going to wipe you, you, mean, like, you That's the thing. You like, inherit they're not, it. They admire you. you and you're, they're like, li- they admire me because I'm making money. They think I could be an asset to their household. They, they, they don't tr- because I don't have time. Exactly, and they're not going to make time either. But also, you don't have like that headspace to um, girl. sort of endure their ain't shitness. I, girl, girl, I really right. don't. That's Ooh. it, right? Can we their quote that shitness. tweet? That? Tweet that's a T-shirt. Brought to you by Nobody Dances here. I have no time. No to time be sitting here trying to, you know, explain myself. Trying to, you know define myself. Trying to make you understand me or feel a certain way about me. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm not here. Again, we are not here to serve as black men's fucking, like, 
everything. Like we're not, that's not what we're here for. I also want, on top of that, like there's such a beauty in black men. And I just want to mm-hmm. emphasize that. Like I, I love black men. Thank I you. Love, I, I love so black men. And I, I ride for y'all and I'm a ride for y'all. All right for forever. I'm gonna love y'all forever. I love my man. Forever. I ride in an Uber with you. <laughs> Why? Uber pool. His husband French. Nah, I can't. I'll, I'll pay for it. Uber Excel for you. How? 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 Do you feel about black trans women? Curveball. I am a supporter of all. I'm a supporter of all my so background on myself. My mother is a lesbian, and I come from like a very Southern Baptist uh, background. And the way that myself and other people have sort of searched for knowledge in terms of uh, her lifestyle and her wants and her needs has been such like a beautiful thing. And then. Like once, you know, I came to New York and I started meeting people of different backgrounds. I mean, I, it, it's quite, it's unfamiliar to me. But Where are you from? D.C. All right, D.C. Yeah. Like it's, it's unfamiliar for me. And also D.C. has a huge, huge, huge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But a it's. A huge what? <laughs> finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> a huge gay and lesbian uh, community. Uh, but. It's like really big there. No, it is. If it's so big, why did it take so long to get gay marriage passed? It took a black man that understood right. different lifestyles, and it's not even lifestyles. It's just different people that need to be accepted into this world. Mm. But going back, like, I love it. I I want to know more. I'm right. I feel like it's something where I'm still kind of like, I want to, you know, have personal experiences and like conversations with black trans women, but yeah. I haven't. I've but it's something that I want to learn so much more about, like. In personal experiences, by definition, I know what it is, but I want to, you know, it's 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 different actually speaking to people and hearing their own personal, you know, feelings and, and thoughts and like reality. I've only met white trans women, uh, like on a very personal spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love, absolutely love to meet trans women of color. So you haven't, Carmen, have you? Um, no. I'm surprised. Um, I now you're I know friends with everybody. Shut up! I ha- I go I work with with a man who's transitioning into a woman, a black man, and I'm ignorant to it still. Wait, um, I have not because he uses our bathroom. Oh. New for it's new oh, for let's me. Let's <laughs> clear this up. You met this person as a man. Yeah, I, I he he's a man, but he's transitioning into a woman. So the person you're talking about is a trans woman. Yeah, is that what the, a trans woman would be? Yeah. Yes. I thought it would be a woman trans. Okay, okay. So I just want to clarify that. That's a trans. Thank you. It's a trans woman. It's a trans woman. Who has not had her confirmation surgery. Yeah. But everything else, hair, nails, eyelashes, everything else is in place. I mean, I, I went to a school. <laughs> I went to a school where I saw a lot of that, but I've never, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm ignorant to it because um, I'm not ready for that conversation. I want to know and I want to know because I'm a digger. I love to know a story. But there's a part of me I'm, I'm just not ready for it because it's still foreign to me. Do you think it has something to do with your religious background? Probably. Probably more than likely, yeah. What's your Probably religion? Upper. Baptist. I grew up Baptist. A thousand percent a part of it. Yeah, sure. it probably is. It probably is. But I mean, being in theater and being an arts world, you see a piece of everything. It and just you're around struck everything. me because you're such an open p- person. I am. 
the, the way that you described the person, you're like, it's a black man using our bathroom. <laughs> it's like, that's wait, exactly how that's I look not, at it. Right, yeah. but that's, I know you, mm-hmm. and I know your spirit. I just know that if you were more educated about the subject, yeah. you would not have said yeah, it like absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, and, I'm, and I'm sensitive to that, so I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody. I mean nothing by it. I am admitting that I'm we totally We should have ignorant. an episode about trans, the trans community. We should. Where it's we completely educational. I think I know the person that can do it justice. Definitely have Darrell on that. That's an idea. <laughs> Let me get uh, back to yeah, the subject to that. hand. Um. What okay, so as black women, do you think it's important? Do you think black love is important, or have you ever been open to dating outside your race? Have you ever I, thought about dating outside your race? Have you ever dated outside I, your race? Like I want to know. I've dated that. outside of my race, but the what guys he were, look like? You said what? What he look like? I mean, one was white, one was Mexican, one was Puerto Rican. Could they put it down? But that, so, <laughs> so look, <laughs> these guys, they act black, though. Like, they had that hood thing going on. They had but the it, swag. They had a little swag. Mm-hmm. But um, there's nothing that compared to a black man. And I haven't, like, fully dated out there. And, you know, I've embraced other cultures and everything. And I've went on dates with other cultures and everything. But I always just go back to, like, I just love a black man. So that's just me. That's my take on it. Alexa, you ended up with a black prince. He is a prince. Yeah, I, he's um, literally royalty. I think every so. time we bring him up, I'm just like moment of silence. So, he's nobody, so sweet. nobody say anything. Just a moment of silence for his beauty. Okay, Alexa, continue. It's so funny because I feel like the two people that I've dated in my adulthood. One is him and this other guy that I told you about the fuckboy episode. <laughs> and they're both black men, but they're both from other cultures. Like the, the other guy was Nigerian, but he was from London. Mm. And so he was just raised a completely different way. And Ellie's Haitian. So it's very interesting. I mean, Tina and I, Tina and I talk about this, like how different it is to date someone who is like black, but like not from America and like mm. not like yeah. understanding yeah. like American culture. And, like, there are things that, you know, while he's, like, super progressive, there are certain things where he's just, like, still kind of, like, I don't know. It's kind of, like, old world a little bit. Mm -hmm. But he's very open to, like, understanding my, like, perspective on it. And he also, like, I think he just gets, you know, I ain't with the shit. But anyway, I think I would have a thousand percent been open in the past to dating anyone. But have you ever found guys of no. a lighter complexion attractive? Yes, yes, of course. I used like to be in a light skin, you, of course. As if you're not light skin. Shut up, Carmen. I'm honey brown, but I used Shut to be in a light skin. Shut the fuck up, light skin, but she's still, you know, she light skin. She'd be coming for me too. No, I used to have a thing for light skin. What did you call me last time we were together? Finish what you were saying, Alexa. Uh, <laughs> you are a colorist. What did lemon you call head. me? I'm a colorist. Oh, she, yeah, she called me a lemon head. <laughs> That hurt my feelings. <laughs> she called you. You're that clear. <laughs> what else? You're clear. I'm not that light. You're yellow. Drake is light skin. Like I'm these. not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a segue because you set yourself up there because y'all the same color. Exactly. But so we're not the same color. Now you no, 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 no. I said him and Drake oh, are okay. the same color. Yeah, true. Drake wishes he was as brown. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to the topic at hand. 
No, um, I've never dated anyone outside of my race, but I like would a thousand percent have been. If you down were single, who would be your? Who would you? Okay, if you're single, and it can't be a black dude, who would you be with? Celebrity. I would just be with a functional human that is fun, nice, Brad loving. Pitt. Like I don't Wait, care. Who? Carmen, who? I just said Brad Pitt, I but I was just talking. <laughs> would you really? I was just talking. It's not, about, it's not about color with me. It's not about color with it's me. It's about oh, love. Your connection. Are being fun. I want to know what you find attractive. What beyond. I find attractive is a man that he is like. And what I think is so attractive about Ellie and Tia knows this. Like we call him dad because he's like he's like a leader. He's I love a it. natural born leader and he's okay. very strong. But he leads in silence. But that's strong. he also Ooh. like. But Sound I'm killer. incredibly strong and I talk shit and I'm crazy. And he, he has lets to deal with that. me. And he I'm lets me too. do my thing. And he but he you. also will put me in my place. Ooh, like, I love it. We like Ooh. I was like we had an argument this week. And he threw you and I was bed. pressed and I was like I walked into the house. I ain't talking to him. I'm like oh it's different than when we argued before because we didn't live together. But now we do. And I was like fuck this. I'm going to bed. You know like I'm over it. And he brought it up. He was like don't disrespect me like that. You know, like he tells me about myself. Damn. And then it's like, damn, how did I go from being mad at you to, you know, kind of forever? A little bit more. It's so attractive when someone, like, is, like, very honest with you to the point where it, like, forces you to, like, look inside of you and be Mm -hmm. like, okay, girl, you need to snap this shit into shape because he's not going to put up with it. Yeah. But he also lets me be me. That's a good relationship. I I begin check sometimes, too. Sometimes we need to get checked, Quentin. We are a lot. Yeah. We are a lot. I understand. You know, I don't know if I could be with me if I was him. Girl. I could be with me. No, you could. Okay, but since y'all don't want to answer the question, I'm going to answer the question. No, talk I to Tia. Ask Jesse Tia. Williams. Oh, Tia. <laughs> Wait, which question? The not dating if you could, If you had to date someone outside your race, celebrity or political figure or whatever, who would it be? Lord. Um... You know, I have like this crazy crush on Chris Pine, the actor. I think he's, he's cute. Fine. He's so cute, right? But he Carmen. Also, but he also seems like super down to earth. Yeah, down to earth. But like, I'll listen to you and like how yeah. your day was. Like on some uh, what was that movie? Something new with the yes, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Carmen, you ain't got nobody. I said Jesse Williams. Jesse That's Williams is black. black. <laughs> he's black, girl. <laughs> I just want him. I just want him. Um, he's I don't why? Know. So he, he can get like you pregnant and then leave you for a white woman? Shut up. Oh, Lord. George Clooney no, is dating, cute. He dating a black chick now. I'm being, like su- that I'm being super superficial, but I like George Clooney. Like, there are just certain guys mm-hmm. I'm just like, you fine. Like, you'll get it. So if I wasn't with my husband who's French, I swear to God, I'd be trying to figure out a way to get with Sterling K. Brown. Ooh. Hmm. That, Sterling's, Sterling's da- another dad. Like he's Sterling, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. He is, he's everything. Woo. Just imagine having a conversation with him. The only reason why I started watching This Is Us is because I was like... Mm-hmm. And those eyes. I was like, why are you on the show with it's all these the white people? Yeah, the, the eyes will let you be pregnant. That's how you get pregnant. Beautiful man. Something I want to circle back to. Um, Tia, you said that your mom is lesbian? Yes. So I want to know... Because I want to know, you were clearly raised by someone that was progressive, I'm assuming. Well, my grandparents raised me. She didn't raise me. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I have an interesting background. But my, mother, my grandparents, my paternal grandparents raised me. 
my parents are still in the picture, but uh, the people that uh, reared me were my paternal grandparents. Uh, that explains a lot. But they're my grand background. My grandfather is a pastor, and I grew up like in a church like three, four times a week, like Bible study, vacation Bible wow. school, ooh, ooh, choir. Ooh. Right. I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. I, I'm no. Try, I, I I'm could, turning into flames. I can't. I, I can't deal with that. that. Oh, uh, I, no. I'm turning <laughs> into flames too. Uh, I'm, I'm turning into flames. Actually, too. cool thing about my mom, she made us go to church, but she didn't make us get uh, baptized because she said that we. She wanted us to make choose our choice. religion. Yeah. No, my I, mom was pretty progressive, even though she wasn't. I got baptized when I was twelve, and I was just like. I got baptized. But my mom came out when I was 12, too. So. Wow. One of those that's things. A, that's a book. But how, a about, book. how about when but I... Back to your question. Hold on. What were you talking about? About Wait, let me say this real quick, because it's not going to make sense if I say it later. But all of my friends and family, like I, if I would go to church or whatever, if when they found out that I wasn't baptized, they lo- looked at me like I had syphilis or something absolutely (laughs) like i remember my aunt taking me to her church and she was just so embarrassed like she was like don't touch that don't drink that no what you're not i'm sorry wow i'm sorry and that's what i that's the problem i have i I mean i had i had (laughs) apparently i had adhd so i didn't really care (laughs) (laughs) that's your reason for everything tonight but uh continue one of the symptoms that keep interrupting people i'm sorry tia continue no well what was that question that you were about to ask being raised by a progressive person oh being well you weren't raised by a progressive person i grew up around her i spent every day around her she doesn't raise having her in your life and knowing what homosexuality was at an early age how did that form your mindset in terms of what sexuality is as a black woman for you oh like did it was it freeing for you or was it you know being so my mom is in her late 40s now and watching her grow as a lesbian woman has honestly been the most beautiful experience that I've ever had to because it, it's just taught me true resilience and like she's just like no I'm not going I don't like men and you know my grandmother like she'll try to push my father onto her like as a joke and she's just like it's not a joke like this is my life this is who I am and uh, another background my brother who's 15 he just came out um, and we have the same mother. We have different fathers, but we have the same mother. I find it fascinating when, you when have siblings are once, but twins are like one straight, one's gay, or when both siblings are gay, or when a parent is yeah, gay and yeah. a child is gay. It is mind blowing. Like, yeah. how does that happen? Like, yeah. I would, oh my God, I'd be so upset if I had a gay sibling. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, yes, let me shine it's alone. Such- it's oh an God! Experience. Go ahead. <laughs> like I, I remember I went like on a date recently with this Nigerian man, and I like he was very homophobic, and I was just like, hey, like you can't talk like that. Uh, you know, my my mother's a le- a my mother's a lesbian, and like B, my brother's uh, bisexual, and he was just like, oh, like are you gay? And he, I was just like, oh, it's not contagious actually. It's, it's <laughs> hello, fucking but idiot. But even the way you just said it, like I know you meant to meant it sarcastically but like if you said that to me i would think you were serious i'm sorry I, that's just my tone but like it's not actually not and that's what she's he was not saying being insensitive she's just saying no but that's what he was saying i was actually not contagious <laughs> like oh my but god that, that's how i talk because i can't believe like some of the shit but it, that's also how i talk though because i come from such crazy backgrounds where everyone is completely different so to sort of go back to your question the way in which that i look at sexuality i could like there was an issue one day, one time where my mother was dating someone and my mom essentially told the girl that I had an issue with them both like being together because of their sexuality. So I'm texting the girl and I'm just like, girl, like I've hooked up with chicks. Like it doesn't matter to me. Sexuality is so fluid now. It really does not matter to me. Wait, you texted the girl what? 
I, I, I've hooked up, like, not in terms of sex, but, like, I've made out with chicks. Like, it really, it, sexuality is so fluid to me. It really does not mm. matter. And I'm not bisexual. I just, I am who I am. Like, mm. right? I've never kissed a woman, and I never will. Actually, that's a lie. I took a theater class once, and the teacher made me kiss this white girl, and I was so upset. <laughs> and I got the flu afterwards. <laughs> Shut up! You ain't shit. I hate that him. girl wasn't shit. I was assaulted. <laughs> Hashtag me too. I'm part of that fucking movement. Lord Shut Jesus. up! It's like, it's I in the script. You have to no, kiss I mean, her. So essentially, I'm, oh, I, I am so open-minded and open-hearted to anyone who wants to do whatever the fuck they want to do consensually. Hello. Carmen, have you ever kissed a woman? No. Drunk? No. Would you admit it? Yeah. Have you ever thought about it? So let me tell you my thought process. Because, you know, people have tried to... There's a few people who tried to interject... Yeah, Carmen's probably lesbian, whatever, because... First of all, my friend's not a lesbian. I'm not. She would have... She would have been told me that, and I would have been told everybody. I would have been all in that. But, like, I always think, like, man, if I was a lesbian, like, what kind of chick would I do? Would I do it like a stud or a femme? And, like, I love women. A stud or a what? Femme. Oh, okay. Is that what they call? Right? Sure, I don't know. I'm not listening. Or they, or, yeah, in I, here they call them right. AG. They yeah. call them AGs, like the ex- aggressive women. But anyway, uh, but I was like, I was like, would I? Which one would I do? And I just kept saying, I wouldn't do either because I'm just, I just can't, I can't go there. I can't, Save here, I can't sis. get aroused or Save anything. Here. Right? I love men. I genuinely love I men. I love Same. the fuck out of men I and dick. Men. Like I need dick. I love I'm sorry. Their thighs and what leads up. I got the, some. I got some thick thighs, ooh, Quincy. You want to see? No. <laughs> I like my. I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> men are men are lit. I like this. Even though that's not their posture. Shit, but, they but I like being. I like being so attracted to men that I see why men are attracted to women. Like Same. I see an attractive woman. Yeah, I see. Like, oh, I'm like, like right. she's so gorgeous. Yeah, she's like, beautiful. beautiful. She has beautiful right. body, beautiful yeah. hair, beautiful everything. Absolutely. And, and I'm just like, oh, but no. But in terms you. of like my own exactly. relationship, like I love knowing the things that like is attractive to my partner. Because I, like, pay attention to those things in me, you know? And, like, there are things that I may not have even noticed were something, like... Your kids are going to be so gorgeous, Alexa. I hope so. They will be. So brown and beautiful. They Can I say something nasty and explicit but honest about myself? Please. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so, I watch porn sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so? Uh, so? You and Alon, you, Alon, and Michelle... <laughs> Are gonna have we're gonna have an episode about porn. Michelle anyway. ass is a freak. Yeah, she's a freak, freak. I ain't ready for her level. But look, I watch porn, and <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you all the kinds that I look at. But I know what kind I, you I, I am so interested. <laughs> Very. But interesting. when I look, when I look at it, if I look at the woman, I'm looking at her because of what she, what looks like me. Right, right. right. So if her breasts look a certain way, if her ass looks a certain way, or her body's a certain way. It's like I'm looking at it and I'm intrigued because she looks like me. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not into her. I'm into what dude You're is into doing yourself. to her. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's you just be like looking at yourself episode. in the mirror, damn. be like, damn, girl. That's just like I get turned on when I'm Broad naked. City, like though. I just love that shit. Like, damn, you look good. Like that's how I am. I'm sorry, Raw City. What? Okay. No, that's just like that episode of Broad City where Alana was attracted to a girl that looked just like her, and then. Abby was like, yo, like, she looks just like you. Like, you're just into yourself. And I always think about that. Like, I saw this, like, really beautiful women on the train, and I was just like, she's brown skin, short, and has curly hair. Like, bitch, that's you. But they say that, <laughs> psychologists right. say that you're, but I wouldn't get you're off attracted on to yeah, exactly, yeah. people that have similar characteristics. Like, Alexa and her man have, like, they look like they belong together. They're such a beautiful couple. Beautiful couple. Really? We've like had a strong cheekbones, nice they're chin. Tall. They're tall. The, the squinty eyes. 
They don't look that much alike. I didn't see all that. He's chocolate leg. I think that y'all just have like very strong features, and it's it accentuates each other. There's an energy that they have that's you complement each other. Like you guys look like a story. You definitely do. Guys, you're very kind. Thank you. So when y'all get married, let us know. Excuse me, you guys are going to be at the fucking wedding. Okay. Y'all better be at the wedding. We just wanted you to make it official. That's all. I'm a wedding officiant. I can marry. <gasps> are you fucking are you kidding me? I swear to God. Tia, are you going to marry me? I will marry y'all. My best friend asked me to marry her and her husband. Tia, or I'm not paying. This girl fucking oh I, my God. I would marry you. Okay, but I'm the MC. I have the mic the whole time. Oh, it's about okay. black women. Wait, what? Not this at this episode. fucking wedding. This episode. Oh, I love how everybody, women. I mean, including my family, are going to take over. His family going to take over this whole wedding. We and they all going to pay like, for okay, that shit. I'm already blessed. Y'all play for everything. I'm already planning this shit. Um... We were um Wait, talk- Alexa, you ain't never kissed a girl? No. You said that real just, fast. No, no I'm just I love men's. Okay. I guess I guess two girls. One was my best friend for a film in college and then two I got I was on a dare and these oh. two Irish guys, my best friend's Irish. These two Irish guys, they did they was like, Oh, you guys kiss, we're gonna kiss. And I was just like, bitch, let's kiss. Let's do this, because I wanna see if y'all gonna kiss. And they kissed. We kissed and it was just like I love that. And <laughs> they ended up kissing. Did you enjoy it? No. I mean, was it uncomfortable I'm, or was it more so? It's I'm not uncomfortable. I'm not there. uncomfortable with any. I'm not really uncomfortable with anything. Okay. Sorry. All right. As I put my smooth jazz for a song. We're yes. gonna wrap this up. Can I no. do my phone? Yeah. Can we keep the music on or you want the music off? It doesn't matter. Okay, I'm gonna keep the music on. This, Wait, this better this not be no, no five hour fucking. <laughs> Because they see me scrolling. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not I that long. You scrolling. I'm You're gonna hating. Like it. You're going to like it. I Try actually didn't wrote me. it. I'm, I'm, I didn't write it, but I performed <laughs> it and I've taught it to my students. And it's called Sarah's Song. My friend Amber Witted wrote it. Please buy her book. It's called Sarah's Song. It's dedicated to Sarah Bartman, who was the first video vixen. Story is, long story short, back in the 1400s, uh, she was in West Africa. Her brother, uh, this... Um, circus was coming around and they asked her brother if they could put her in a circus and um, they were going to give him a large amount of money he said yes they put her in a cage took her clothes off because she has a very big ass so they put her in a cage and so everybody could look, walk around and look at her and gawk at her so um, and then after she died um, they cut her body up and put it on display in a, um, in a, in a museum and um, Nelson Mandela uh, recently um, had her body shipped her, all her body parts shipped they they display they cut her body in parts just to, to see what made her booty look so big. So um, shut up! Laugh. Don't laugh! Don't laugh! Because that's something that we're dealing with now: women with big asses and people who want to augment their shit because they're trying to figure out what gives us that round part. And um, we're more than it's that. Muscle. Some people just don't get it. They just want the shit because men like it. So the song the the piece is called Sarah's Song. Okay. I don't like this song. I need another song, but I'll go. Wait. <laughs> yeah. What kind of Yo, song do you deep. want? I just I don't want on my own. I don't like it. The, the musicality of it, it's just not fitting. No. Okay, I'll go for it. I love this. Song. I'll do this. <laughs> I'll go for it. I I'll go like for it. Okay. Look at me, but not at my thighs, my breasts, my hips, or the assets that make your nature rise. To your surprise, I'm more than the sensual being you see on TV. More than physicality and part of my morality. But the manufactured, oversexed video vixen ain't who I aspire to be. Just look at me. 
see past the color of my skin. Stop trying to analyze my DNA, then proceed to box me in. I'm more than a cocktail of cultures I carry in my bloodline. The straightness of my hair ain't what makes me fine. It's the content of my character and the vastness of my mind. But why am I trying? You're too busy staring at my behind to just look at me. See the potential that I possess. My plans are divinely ordered, are not dictated by sex. I was born here, raped here, enslaved here, and I know the deal. And if I must fight blood, sweat, and tears to show my true skill, I will. I'm tired of your stares, I'm tired of your disrespect, I'm tired of the torture, I'm tired of the neglect. I can't take more embarrassment, I want no more shame, I can't accept more abuse, and maybe I'm to blame for believing you'd love the real me and my quest for fame. Please, look at me. I'm more than what meets the eye. I'm springs of wealth and knowledge constantly growing until I die. And I refuse to let my descendants think that I stood by and did nothing more to further the bond, to further the cause, to deepen the bond, to crack glass ceilings and knock down doors. Daughters, don't you see? You are worth more. Your ancestors didn't have that choice. They were criticized, objectified, and discarded without a voice. But you, you choose to put yourself out there. You choose to play the fool. Then you cry when you've been used and dismissed and treated like a tool. Look at me and see yourself. See what you can have and what you can be. See the royal blood in both our veins and know that you are a queen. And if man never knows it, never celebrates it, or never sees it, know you can achieve, you can achieve anything by first falling to your knees. Look at me, brothers. I am your daughter, your wife, your sister, your aunt, your mother, your life. You come through me. You come to be through my sacrifice, but you treat me like you don't care. I give my all to please you, but you act like I'm not there. I support you, you leave me. I pray for you, you grieve me. I work for you, you steal. I'm honest, you don't keep it real. I've been there, you come and go. I call you my king and you call me a hoe. I give you my all. You just spread your seed, yet it's for you that I cry and plead for you to look at me. See the one that's with you still. I honor you. I love you. Always have and always will. Stop putting me on display for the world to gawk at what's yours. Hold my hand, respect my gift, and together we can soar. But I know it starts inside of me. I must learn my wealth and truth. I want you to look at me, look at me, look at me. For me. Honestly, but... I must look at me too. And that's that piece. God. That's beautiful. Damn. Love you. I think I said in a previous podcast that I didn't like um, poetry. Spoken word. Yeah, Spoken word did, but and we were on it. I think Shady I, that Carmen and I both were on that episode. Yeah, okay, great. Um, I think I've changed. I really like that. Like, really like that. Like, I would have told you it was shit if I thought that, but I really like that. I respect that. Like, I'm gonna listen to it Close again. It in your spirit. You should Good. hear my students do it. Thank you. All right. Well, that's my last word. <laughs> oh yeah, you ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap it up, Alexa. Oh, you have, oh shit! What? I'm sorry, Alexa didn't come to me. I do have one more thing. Okay. Go, Carmen. No, go. No, you, go, Alexa. No, no, no. You no, are already first. You are already moving. I got a play coming up July 14th. It's called "You Can Run But You Can't Hide." Um, I didn't want to plug it at first, but I'm so inspired to plug it because it's dope as hell. And I'm in it. Well, hopefully okay. the podcast is out by by that date. It will be. Uh, okay. Oh. Good luck. She told you to publish. No, good luck, Quentin. Anyway, oh. You, oh. I will turn oh. your fucking mic off. You think somebody playing with you? I'm done. Oh. Turn it off. Gerbil. Oh. Alexa. Oh, monkey. Don't. Oh! <laughs>
Alexa, you can make speak. I'm sorry. Oh, Lord, it just got so deep. Um, I just want to say a couple of things. First, black women listening to this podcast while we joke, while we play around and act a fool, know that at the end of the day, you are worth far beyond what anyone can try to tell you. 350. Listen, I will fuck you up. <laughs> I will fuck you up. Um, you are the end all be all. You are the root of everything. So know that what you were born to do is beyond anything that anybody can tell you. It's only, you know, your own personal experience. And two, I just say in terms of that, black women, be solidified and comforted in the fact that love will always find you in all kinds of forms. And don't be, you know, set on trying to make your life into some picturesque thing that you think, you know, we're supposed to live like because we're black women. We're supposed to marry black women, have men have beautiful black babies. And that's supposed to be our life. That isn't everyone's life. That isn't everyone's story. Except the fact that there is love in all kinds of forms and you are capable and able to experience it and enjoy your life. So that's all I want to say. Because I feel you. like that's lacking. That was a poem. That was. Something that I feel like we need to hear. Natia. Yeah, so I just want to say the energy that you put off, the energy that you give yourself and the energy that you put off into the world is the energy that is going to come back to you. So the amount of confidence that you have is the amount of confidence that other people are going to bring onto you, whether it be black men, uh, anyone, like family, friends, colleagues, etc., etc. If you have integrity that you need to push off into the world, that you need to exhale into the world, people will indeed inhale that integrity into you if you have passion, uh, all those virtues, all those great virtues. Um, so... Uh, as long as you have that within you, then it's going to come tenfold. Amen. Ashen. Oh, Don't wait. Keep those headphones on because there's one question. I was question. just moving them up because my There's one question hurt. that I meant to ask <laughs> earlier. If Sarah Huckabee Sanders was standing in front of you, what would you say to her? Why? I don't have conversations with weak people. Well... He is stronger than me because I will fight that bitch. And on that note, if you like this podcast, please share and <laughs> subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Amazon Alexa. Uh, if you have an Echo device, just download the Nobody Dances Here skill and you can always say Alexa, play Nobody Dances Here, and the latest episode will play. Uh, for more information, hit us up at nobodydanceshere.com. Thank you to the three beautiful black queens we love you beautiful black man oh thank you we love you even though thank you be you. trying to i try you to make you stronger i'm a trainer oh Shut the thank fuck you up. really <laughs> you ain't shit <laughs>